cancel mids. The world has evolved past the need for mids. So I don't know if you know what random nodding is. I just found out about it yesterday. Um, but I guess if you Google it, what is random nodding? It says, according to Wired, random nodding is using a random number generator to produce specific coordinates close to your current location. On the Random Nautica app, people share some of the coordinates they've explored along with what they've found or hope to find there. Um, but the freaking title of this article is The Supernatural App is Keeping the Teens Entertained During Quarantine. Um, and it just kind of like freaks me out a little bit. So I saw this uh, video, and this is what originally got me to look into it. Um, it's just this TikTok of these kids, like, going around, they put in different coordinates, and they, I guess, like, drive to these coordinates, and they hope that it, like, is relevant to the keyword that they put in. So, like, you know, they put in water, and it shows them up at this, like, random house with a pool in their backyard. Um, they put in abandoned, and it takes them to, like, an abandoned house or whatever. Um... So, you know, it seems pretty cool. It could be used, like, in positive ways. I would I would probably use it to find, like, a cool place to go hiking or smoke or skating, whenever my freaking roller skates decide to show up. Um, but, you know, I would probably use it to go find somewhere cool to go to something like that, right? But then again, you kind of, like, think about... I don't know. So I, so I look up on, um, on Reddit. I look up on Reddit to see what other stories people have about using this app okay and like i don't really use reddit too often i recently downloaded it just because i see too many posts from reddit like screenshotted and i just feel like i should be on the platform if i'm if i'm laughing at the screenshots that often that's how i felt about twitter and tumblr and blah, blah, blah whatever so i download i got reddit um so i look up on reddit what you know like what is random nodding or like random nodding stories so this girl comes up with a story about her she like i guess there's like okay so from what i gather there's like a void way you can do it so you can like meditate on what you want to find and it, that's what you're and i guess it's gonna like take you to whatever you meditated on i don't really know if that's the same as putting a keyword in or not that's just kind of what i gathered from reading about it um but this girl she like puts she wants to go to like a nice neighborhood like a, the ideal neighborhood that she would live in right that's what she that's what her her key her her meditation was her her whatever her manifestation um so it takes her to this really nice neighborhood and well fuck no who's slamming doors um but it takes her to like this random location in this nice neighborhood and blah 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 and she like realizes on her way out that her childhood best friend had like drowned in a house in the same neighborhood so like my first thought was <laughs> um it jumped to nerve the movie for whatever reason um because you know how in the beginning when she first logs on it like goes into her goes deep into her past and like looks through all her socials and looks through all her bank accounts and her socials and everything and it has like all of her information right there um so it kind of feels like the same thing to me almost i was like whoa that's weird like how would they have been able to to find not only like the neighborhood of her childhood best friend like not even just like who her childhood best friend was 
but the neighborhood and the house that she like died in at like six years old you know and this is like this girl she's like at least 20 you know so that's weird and if they can like and but it's claiming to be random i don't know like the fact that it's claiming to be random is what just doesn't feel like right to me i don't think it is random um i think calling it a supernatural um app I don't know if that's misleading or not like is it supernatural is it just a random not random i guess is it like a an algorithm perhaps maybe like uh, the way that it researches into your past and sets up a quote-unquote random spot because that wasn't the only person that like had weird experiences at the place it gave them but the thing is is like on some of the other ones they had manifested like scary things like they wanted to see something that was scary so like they end up in a field that they used to be scared of when they were kids these these uh, this other story these girls they all of them live in this you know town and they want to see something scary and they all end up it like takes them to this field that they all used to be scared of but they like get into the middle of the field and there's like yeah i'm not even gonna go into it it's 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 just like a freaky story it's like they they see something that they're not really sure if anything was there or not and it's like I know they were manifesting something horrifying so I'm sure that that's probably what they you know wanted to find but the fact that this thing was able to tap in and like find a place that they had already been scared of in the past is kind of what like stuck out to me and even if it was just a coincidence like i don't think that that's possible for it to be a coincidence when it also has happened to other people in like totally unrelated circumstances um so i guess when you're going into this like having a bad intention you're totally gonna find something and like even this girl who went in with a good intention she found something that was like negative overall you know because like how are you how are you you know that's the fucking house your childhood best friend died and that's a negative it's a negative outcome you know and like so is this this field that they found i'm gonna link that story i just don't really feel like talking about it out loud invoking invoking the the fear from that story to be honest um but the same i feel the same way about like actual projection and stuff like if you're gonna try it out like go into it with curiosity i guess rather than looking for something scary like I would be, I would, if you're going to try it out, I would make sure that you're, like, really trying it out for the right reasons. Because as soon as you're, like, stepping into that plane, that other plane of existence, um, I guess, like, limbo, one might say, or, like, just the other, the shadow world. Like, I don't really know what other places you would call it. It's like a second dimension, I feel like. It's a, it's a different dimension than our dimension, but we exist in the same place, if you know what I mean. And, like... It's almost like a two-way, like a two-way mirror. Well, we can, we can't see in, but they can see us. You know what I mean? Like we're all, we're all existing at the same time. Yeah. So I don't know really how to get into that, but so um, I guess my best example would be from Insidious, like when they step into like the other world and they can like see the other people and stuff, and like it's the same general idea, but like when you step out of the house, it could you could walk anywhere. You could walk you know, from your house to somewhere across the world, just because in your brain they're right next to each other. Um, because your intentions and your manifestations um, in that realm become, like, more real. They're more tangible. It's almost like a dream world, kind of. 
like you're able to to manifest and bring those things but that's only if you really are like putting a lot of intentions behind it so that's why going into beginning astral projection making sure your intentions are curiosity but even just remembering that even when you are going in with curiosity you might find something that's bad a lot like that girl who was just looking for a nice neighborhood and ended up finding a really you know horrifying story from her past so like you don't really you don't really know what you're gonna find when you're when you're messing with things that are tapping into the universe at a at a faster level than you are because they're they have the one up on you you know like things that already exist in that shadow realm are going to move faster than you are in there um and things that are you know if you're being led to these things by this app that is somehow randomly tapping into the flow of the universe which is so creepy like it's so insane how does it do that but like if this is if it's sending you there like whatever is there already knows you're coming like just i don't know how to re this is this is going to be a weird episode if you don't really fuck with the spirituality and the extra extra dimensional extraterrestrial side of thought processes i guess <laughs> so like when we started to get into astral projection and and otherworldly beings um i guess a lot of people like to separate aliens and ghosts into two different categories but i think essentially they are the same thing they they really really are because all living beings in the universe are all connected by this like flow of energy right but like regardless of if they're humanoid or not so when we're talking about like seeing ghosts and stuff like they're not always going to be of this earth and i think that might be where some people get like scared of aliens from i guess i don't really know like or or maybe like demons because i don't you know if you don't believe in in god if you don't believe in religion like i do like if you don't believe in a heaven or a hell like the existence of demons is kaput you know like it, if there's if there's demons there's angels if there's angels there's god like that's kind of like the implication i guess that there is but it, i guess that's kind of us just trying to put like a human face to these things um, because, like, they're not, you know, spiritual beings are not always going to have been human. And, like, the truth is, like, we are souls, if you believe in reincarnation, which, if we're along this thought process, you probably do. Um, if our souls have existed before us, before now, if this isn't our first life or whatever, like, we could have existed on other planets, other parts of the universe we could have been from totally other places and found ourselves here like i've uh, had experiences i guess with otherworldly beings getting stuck because i trapped them on accident <laughs> like um uh, so we were pretty young me and a friend of mine we went to great america and it was the halloween haunt funnily enough the halloween haunt um God, I'm laughing just thinking about it. The fact that it was at the Halloween haunt. You know, it was just me and her. We were going and like she didn't really, she doesn't really believe in spirits and stuff like that. So it's not like she um, is consciously making a choice to like block them out of her brain like I normally am. Um, it is so, it's so conscious, it's subconscious at this point. Like the, I've always got a block of shields going down. So when we're leaving, um... And we get back to my house. You know, she spends the night, whatever. And the next day after she leaves, like, I still feel like there's something, like, in my room with me. 
and I haven't had this feeling since I was a kid at this point. So, I, I mean, like, the last time that had happened, I was maybe, like, seven or eight. And I went to go see my spiritual advisor, Priscilla. Um, and she taught me how to, like, block, clear a room, right? So, like, or, like, block a room, clear a room, keep things from, like, getting in or out of the room. She taught me how to do that, and I was pretty young. So, you know, fast forward, I'm about, like, 15, 16. So I, like, block off my room because I feel like there's something in there. And, like, unknowingly, I, like, literally block these these beings like in my room like I trapped them in there they can't get out now <laughs> because I like didn't um I didn't really know like where to send them to I guess because they they didn't really know where they were like that's the thing so like I just the whole week though like I, every time I went out, I wouldn't even change my clothes in my room because I was in there and I just like so intently knew there was like something else in there I just like couldn't even change my clothes in there so I slept in a different room the whole week and so we go back to see Priscilla and she asks me to bring a picture of all the four corners of my room. So I do, I bring a picture of all the four corners. Um, and she, she looks in there and she goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, you've got a bunch of stuff stuck in there. I don't know. How did they get in there? I think they, I think they followed your friend in there because her brain is open like a bowl and I kind of started laughing at the, at the bowl analogy and I actually took that and used it like a lot into getting old I'll describe that to people like as their brain when they don't believe that this stuff is real I'm like your brain is a bowl because of this because of Priscilla calling her brain a bowl um but she's like yeah your friend's brain is a bowl she just you know they they scooped in there and they just tagged along with you guys um and she actually I th if I remember right she said that they were inebriated which kind of like confused me at the time because I wasn't really sure what she meant by that and I'm like now I'm like did she really mean that they were drunk like <laughs> they were were they really like I don't know like that's really funny to me but either way she goes oh yeah like they just you know they got lost they aren't from this earth and I was just like whoa what do you mean she was like yeah I don't know like you could call them aliens if you want but they're just not you know they're not from this earth they're from somewhere else they just got stuck here they got lost and they followed your friend because she had a bowl and they figured you might be able to find them. And I was just like, whoa, that's freaking weird. So, you know, believe it or not, whatever. But, like, we send them on their way. We send them back into the back into the great unknown, the beyond, the universe. They catch their... <laughs> I like to imagine the, the space as, like, the ocean. You know, like, it has a, it has a current that's just going to take them back to where they came from. So, you know, we send them back. Um, and that was kind of the first time I really realized that ghosts and aliens are similar and they're almost the same, you know, like how that we're all living beings and we all are connected. Like if you want to get into like Buddhism and stuff, like they, t they talk so heavily about how like all living creatures are connected. Um, and why should that stop at earth? You know, why does that stop at earth? Because the whole universe is, you know, alive, essentially we're all living and breathing. The universe is ever expanding just because of the big bang, you know, we're, we might as well just be taking one big breath in as the universe right now you know what I mean um geez where even was I right now so I feel like when you get into rando nodding um it like kind of taps into the connection like you know what I mean I don't know like Okay, so this is something I didn't actually plan on talking about at all, but it just popped into my mind. So I don't know if you've ever uh, read the conspiracy theory that, like, all these really rich and, like, famous, like, tech guys think that 
we're in a simulation just because the farther and deeper they look into space they keep finding like recurring mathematic sequences that we thought we discovered but they already exist like in the universe so they kind of like have this theory that um math like makes up the universe right and that we might all be in one simulation or the other but to me what that kind of like spoke to me as is um Science and religion are kind of two sides of the same coin. And when you get into, like, scientists who study black holes and stuff like that, um, they'll even say, like, you can't discount the existence of something just because you, you've never seen it. So, and that was even him. T he was, I can't remember who that was, actually. That is, um, that's going to bug me. Um, I think it might have been Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I could totally be wrong. No, it's the guy who had, who came up with the wormhole theory. The guy who came up with the wormhole theory. I was watching, yeah, I was, I remember, dang, I watched this a long time ago. Um, probably in, like, seventh grade, but he was, like, discussing his wormhole theory about, like, the spaghetti string theory, about how, like, we all stretch out into atoms and stuff. Um, but kind of, before he got into that, he even mentioned, like, who am I to discount the existence of God? Like, I don't know. Um, and th I think, like, keeping an open mind like that is really important when it comes to science because it's, like, maybe not necessarily God, but, like, the greater plan, you know? Like, if they're finding math so deeply intertwined into, like, the creation of the universe, um, why do... The, why does the existence of a greater being have to discount the the science and reasoning behind, like, math and stuff? Because when you get into, like, religion and they're talking about, like, oh, evolution isn't real, blah, 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 and they're, like, no, I don't, that's, like, from the part of the Bible that, um, I think is, that, I don't know, I feel like that's from the King James part of the Bible, because, you know, when King James had the Bible rewritten, he, like, the Pope was gay at the time, and he bullied the Pope into doing what he wanted the pope to do so he wouldn't out him as gay <laughs> so like king james had him rewrite the bible like as king james propaganda so anything that's written in the king james bible is like totally a moot point to me um but when you're talking about like god and stuff like you got to keep the context of like science and math alive when you're t talking about that because then when you when you link it all together you realize that they're like one and the same and they're all kind of getting to the same point there's like a base code to everything and there's a base a baseline that we are all like existing on and i think that aliens and ghosts and stuff like they really understand that base code and they truly like freely move through the base code like that and that's kind of what the shadow realm is it's like i don't know are they like they're moving like past the the need for time and physical existence because they understand they like are i don't know they like understand how to navigate the code i know that's like so insane to even damn like i know i probably just sound so high right now and i went off on a like a insane place but this is the point i was like hoping to make today because like spirituality is to me is really just the existence of of believing in science and religion at the same time and like when you get into abraham hicks if you 
know who that is or don't you could always look it up but um abraham hicks is like this woman who is a conduit for she she has her own name i forget what it is but like the she's like a conduit for these beings these like 15 interdimensional beings um who come together and like they speak as one entity but like through her body and i think she really has a, a true deep understanding and connection with like the the base code of the universe which is why she's able to connect with them so like openly and stuff because i'm pretty jealous of the way that she's able to have them talk through her like i wonder if they have conversations that are not public and stuff um because it, i would look her up on youtube honestly because it's pretty hard for me to describe her i've seen her live before so it's it's incredible and i can really vouch that it's a it's a truly interesting experience um to witness her talk like for these for these beings um but they exist pretty much they they like their their purpose on earth i suppose is like to kind of try to explain to humans like how they when they're going against the flow of the universe that's when their life starts to get hard you know because they're like the, the universe is all flowing in one direction we're all part of the same energy and like you your core being like the our base code wants us to have a positive experience and when we when we go against the flow that's when things start to get really rocky stuff like that um, which I've noticed, you know, like, when you start to, when you're trying to, like, reject things about your, your present situation or your past situations, like, that's when stuff starts to even get more turbulent. It's because you're trying to, like, push it out of the way, um, instead of accepting your reality and just, like, trying to move forward and deal with that. And that, I guess, is, like, if you back it up to more of, like, a therapeutic level, when people are saying, like, deal with your, deal with your trauma, um, I feel like that's why, because you're going against your base code and your base code is to have a, have a good life. Um, but then when you get into like other lives, past lives and stuff, like sometimes you're suffering from one life isn't from this life. It's from a past life or something, you know, like maybe you fucked up previously in a, in a couple lifetimes ago and like now you're kind of suffering for it. Which is, like, lame, I know. I know that's, like, sucky to think about, that, like, maybe your life sucks because you fucked up in another life. But, like, when you think about it like that, you can be like, okay, well, what can I do to, like, amend that now? Like, wh like you know, what, what kind of things are happening to me? Like, what can I do to negate this kind of, this kind of tragic, like, path that I've set, on, set out on, I guess, without even really knowing? Um, and that kind of takes, like, tapping into how old do you think you are? Like, how long do you think you've been alive? How or do you think you, do you feel you're running from something, you know? Because for me, like, I feel like my past lives, were a lot of them were spent running from something. I have a lot of dreams that I'm running from, like, an unknown force. And, like, I'm running with a child, and the child is growing up as I dream about it. But I've had this recurring dream for a really long time, and, like, the child gets older every time I have this dream. But it's, like, every couple of years I'll have this dream that I'm running and running and running, and, like, it's through some insane, some insane territory, like, through the mountains or, like, through some underwater caves or, like, the icy tundra. It's, like, random. It's, like, a different setting every time. It's almost like a movie, like a sequel. Um, but I don't really know if that's, like, my subconscious running from something or if it's something, like, from my past. Because I do always, I have always felt, like, such a deep connection um, when learning about, like, specifically about 
Russia, like during the fall of Tsar Nicholas, like that really for some reason, like everything that I learn about that, I feel like I knew it already. It was really weird when I was growing up, like in history, I was like, whoa, it's weird. Like, why do I feel like I knew that information? That's interesting. Or like I'd look something up and I was like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel like this isn't right. I don't know. Like, it's hard to describe, but I had that same feeling, like, about the Holocaust, I guess, too, like, which is so strange. But, I mean, everybody feels truly deeply, like, moved by the Holocaust. I mean, I guess maybe not everybody. Maybe not Nazis. But everyone feels really moved by the Holocaust. But, but like, when I was walking through the Holocaust Museum, it was, like, so strange. I, like, felt like I had walked through those halls before and, like, seen those scenes before. Um, it was, like, a weird, like, a weird resonance with the stories that were like found like the written stories and stuff like from the anyway like not even to get way too into that but like when you get into past lives and stuff like um and going with the flow of the universe like if you may have fucked up in a past life like you know you don't need to take that on in this life like you can you can definitely i mean it does take like the acknowledging and acceptance of the acknowledgement and acceptance of you need to like change things to do better i guess like making the active choices to like go with the flow instead of go against the flow because like at a certain point once you get into so many habits like your habit is to go against it and like the turbulence and the turmoil feels normal and that like feels like the way that you should continue going um, either, anyway, I'm gonna, like, kind of move on from that, but you should definitely look up Abraham Hicks on YouTube, um, I actually might have a live DVD if anybody really wants it, honestly, from the, from the one that I particularly went to go see, because she, yeah, it's, it's just interesting, because when people ask her the question, like, people ask Abraham questions about, like, what can I do about this in my life, and the, the, Abraham always answers, like, you're only asking me this question because you already know what you need to do and you just wanted somebody else to validate you in this and I'm going to tell you right now like whatever you have the feeling that you're avoiding or that you need to do whatever your gut is telling like you should definitely follow that and see where it takes you because that's that's going to be what following the energy feels like is like taking that step into discomfort before you find your comfortability again or before you find stability that you just haven't known before because of course it's going to be uncomfortable to step into something like stability because you've never had stability before so it's going to be you know kind of strange so uh i feel like when i when i f heard about well when i heard abraham talking about um like going against the flow and like it creating strife in your life it reminded me a lot about like what my friends I've never taken acid before but what my friends have told me um about having an acid trip or like even from watching have a nice trip like adventures in psychedelics on Netflix like what a lot of them talk about too um like my cousin specifically talked to me about this like when when you're on a trip like, you have to just go with the trip. Like, if you start trying to, like, negate the fact that you're tripping out, it's going to start to go negatively for you. So, and then you get into a lot of people, when they when they take a lot of shrooms and acid, they, they start talking about feeling really connected with the universe and stuff. And I feel like psychedelics might even be just that extra step that the human mind needs um, to reach into 
to reach into to tap into that flow and to like follow it and like see it maybe more clearly um maybe when people are seeing all of these um I guess when people see when people take DMT I, ha I recently had somebody telling me about how when they take when they took DMT they saw um the geometric shapes I guess I can't the like sacred geometry they like saw that in everything um in sacred geometry I'm like it that is part of our base mathematic core code of the universe you know is that sacred geometry and the drugs give you the ability to like see that and have given people the ability to like tap into that and like I feel like so oh man I say like so much when I'm going on I'm so high today you guys I hope that you can tell in my in my voice and the fact that I've said like and gone off on so many tangents probably this entire time but <laughs> like acid and shrooms and I guess DMT maybe even peyote like I think all the the at least the natural ones for sure like peyote and shrooms and stuff but like those are gonna tap you into like that base core code that I'm like wondering how did man create acid I want to look into that I think I'm gonna spend my time looking into that soon because now that I'm thinking about it I'm like the, the flow of energy when you take acid the way that people describe it is like so similar to what Abraham Hicks talks about it's like insane to think that a, a man like that's a, or maybe not a man specific like a person a human created that hmm I want to know now I'm gonna look that up later that's gonna maybe I'll do that so I'm gonna touch back and say um most of Abraham Hicks what they're normally talking about um, is like the the core existence of like a soul um, and I feel like what came across what came to my mind when I was really getting familiar with their teachings I haven't necessarily like looked to see if they have anything talking about generational trauma um, for black people and people of color but I feel like when we're getting into talking about um, like healing from the past when I'm talking about like making mistakes in your past a lot of that is for white people because that's me talking personally because I am white so like that's me talking like I hope that I wasn't a part of these really negative parts of history in the way that black people and people of color have been on the receiving end of the negative parts of history instead of on the like creating end you know like you don't you're struggling with a whole other situation of like generational healing and like past life healing especially like as a black person because that's going to get passed down like through your dna as well as through your soul um generational trauma is a super real thing and i hope that so many people can find like peace with knowing that it doesn't it doesn't like all that pain and stuff like that you're going through it doesn't have to be because of your own present life and you can definitely take these same steps that white people take to heal the mistakes they've made to heal to heal like atrocities that have been done to you in your past there's definitely ways to heal from that there are and the first step is going to be looking backwards and again just seeing like how old are you how old is your soul how much what kind of nurturing like do you need in this lifetime that's going to make it easier for you and how are you going to use that to tap into the to the positive flow of energy and stuff 
Um, and also, I was thinking back, I, I, I re-listened to this whole last segment just to add some stuff because now that I'm thinking about it, those those beings that got stuck in my room and she said they were inebriated, I'm like, I wonder if they were on any sort of drugs in the way that that DMT and acid and shrooms can take the human mind and send it to another realm of existence in the same way that astral projecting can take us from this this place to a different place. I wonder if that's how they ended up getting lost and like stuck on earth. They were just exploring. They were drugged out and exploring, having a good time. <laughs> and they got a little stuck. Like that's what I'm I guess astral projection would be a way for them to have gotten stuck here, which I think is kind of funny. Um now that I'm thinking back about it. <laughs> um and I do also want to say I'm pretty sure that that was a Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about Einstein's theory about black holes before, but it was his own added bit about God. I hope I didn't say that already. Yeah, so Neil deGrasse Tyson had his own ideas about, like, God and not God, but, like, how as a scientist you need to be open to the idea of anything. And that's why I feel like science and religion should be really hand in hand and when I say religion I don't even necessarily mean like religion religion I mean like just the acceptance of like belief that there is a higher power like even just my belief that there is a, a flow of the universe is kind of like a religion you know what I mean like I have the religion of that and then and there are people who believe in the religion of science um, but I really liked what he said about it I'm gonna try and find this clip because it's a nice one but he's just he just is so humbled by the size and the vastness of the universe and the fact that like we're so insignificant we're just specks speculating at this huge massive existence before us like it's pretty insane to me we don't you know how do we know more about space than we do our own ocean and our ocean is you know right at our fingertips and space is so vast and like that just says what we know about our own ocean. We don't know jack shit. There's so much down there. And there's a whole universe even living underneath our feet, under the water and stuff. It's all just depending on size. It's all relative. Like, Horton, here's a who, dude. You got a whole a whole universe living on this dandelion, on this flower or whatever. That's, you know... Sometimes you just gotta remember how tiny we are living in this huge, huge world and that there's just so much beyond us. And like, I guess I'm gonna touch to one of my favorite books, which is written by Stephanie Meyer, by the way, called The Host, which I've recommended like a million and a half times to anybody who's talked to me about books. Um, <clears throat> but I did, I did read it when I was like a young adult, but I've read it a million times since then and it's just so amazing every time. The whole premise is these like alien creatures it is a sci-fi novel but i feel like it it touches on some real points i feel like um but it it is a sci-fi novel of this um alien species that like needs to exist inside a living body um and they're called the hosts like the bodies that host them are the hosts right and so the book is called the host by stephanie meyer um so the souls like attach themselves inside these hosts and they like live out the lifetimes and they have colonized like nine worlds so i'm like boo boo colonizers but whatever um <laughs> so they've like colonized this these worlds and they end up getting to earth and like earth is the first place where humans fight back against them 
Um, that's me getting into the plot. That's kind of not what I want to focus on. Great book. You should definitely read it. Um, but my kind of idea is like these hosts, the souls, the way that they like attach themselves into the bodies and they travel between the worlds. I feel like that really, even though in this context, it's like some crazy sci-fi outlandish, like horror story, um, of aliens, like body snatching pretty much. But like, when you think about it on that's kind of what we are we are these souls that just like hop between worlds and and pick host bodies and live out the existence in them and like in this particular one wanderer is what she calls herself the soul or what they call her because she's been to almost all of the planets she never found one that she settled down on that she liked to repeat on which is like usually what they do right until she finds earth and she's like well i just want to die she's like i don't want to live another life like i don't want to re be reborn and have all my memories from before and like remember what it's like to to love this hard and like die and then come back so i wonder if maybe like humans are souls who've either not yet discovered that they can exit this world or if they're souls that maybe found their way here and like the way that like the way that human emotions feel so they decided to stick around yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice thought process that I like to go down. And like, I wonder if Stephanie Meyer has ever taken drugs before. <laughs> I would really love to know that. I would love to know if she's ever um, experienced being on like DMT or something because she kind of like goes really... I don't know, like, the idea- I feel like the idea of, like, being reborn into different bodies and, like, still remembering your past lives, that's, like, that's, like, a pipe dream of people like me. <laughs> like, I don't know, I would love to be able to remember my past lives, but I don't think that we're really able to do that as humans because it would just, like, break our soft minds, like, being able to- to think about the lives before, you know what I mean? Like, like, Wanda even says, like, freaking experiencing all these crazy emotions and then remembering all of them and having to do it all over again like god would you want to go back in not knowing anything or would you want to know everything and i guess like i guess we chose not to know anything <laughs> i feel like maybe people who pass away who come and visit us still have chosen not to be reborn because they want to remember i wonder if like some people like to choose to just pass on to the next life, choose a different world, whatever. Because, you know, some, you know, because sometimes you're visited by people like family members or, or spirits or whatever. And sometimes you're not. Like, some of them are going to visit you and sometimes you're not. I know my dad has told me that, like, his mom visits him and so does his aunt and, like, but, it, but his dad never does. And I'm, like, wondering if maybe his dad has chosen to be reborn. Because no, none of the family has ever talked about being, like, visited by him spiritually. But, like, my grandma visits us all the time. Um, I, I, she visits me sometimes, you know. So, like, the fact that she visits me and she visits my mom and, or not my mom, my dad and my aunt and her, her other kids. Like, she visits them and stuff, which is nice. And I think... There's also, like, in my uncle's house in Ohio, oh yeah, this is super cool. His house is, like, filled. There's, like, spirits all over the place in there. It's, like, this massive house. It used to be a storehouse. So, like, the whole front, it's like a, I don't know. It's, like, I honestly have no idea about what went down in Ohio back in the day. I just know it's over on the East Coast, so it got settled earlier on in history, right? So there's, like, 
a storefront in this house. There's like freaking windows all over the place. It's crazy looking. Um, but there's like spirits all over the house. It's so crazy. And like they were coming up to like check it out, like check me out and see what was up. And I just asked them to leave me alone really nicely. And they did. They left me alone and they were very polite. <laughs> but my sister said when she was there, they opened the door and they were like trying to get her attention. And I was like, no, ma'am, I don't want that. I know this is, you know, you're probably pretty nice. But I just, you know, I don't really want to, I'm on vacation, I don't really want to worry about that right now. So, but either way, they're pretty, you know, they seemed friendly. They didn't seem rude. They they left me alone when I asked them to, which was pretty chill. You don't really have to ask, you just kind of got to be like, hey, like, I'm going to chill. I don't really want to, like, you know, you just, like, don't probe back at them, you know, because they're probing your mind, like, Professor X or whatever from X-Men. <laughs> He's, they're probing your mind and you just gotta, you know, you block it. You're like, no, it's good. Like, I'm good. You just kind of don't probe. You don't probe back. And they kind of realize that you don't really want their attention. So they'll just leave you alone. It's pretty chill. They're, they're like, whatever. Okay. Sounds good. Like, have a nice day, you know? <laughs> it's like pretty funny. The spiritual uh, niceties <laughs> that we perform to mind each other's business is pretty hilarious. Because I think at first I was, like, probing out to see if there was anything there. And that's why they came. Anyway, that's that's another... That's a whole... That's neither here nor there. They were pretty chill. Um, But I guess maybe they... I think they just decided to kick it. Like, they didn't really want to be reincarnated. I feel like they're pretty... They're pretty presently aware of, like, what the world is. And they don't really want to be reborn. <laughs> they're kind of, like, choosing not to. Like, I think I'm good. So, like... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that. <laughs> oh, ghosties. Anyway, um, maybe let me know what you think. Maybe let me know about your acid experiences, if you've ever felt like you've talked to aliens. I feel like, oh, you know what? I also feel like maybe I want to say that aliens, I'm not saying aliens are always ghosts. I'm saying, like, the spirits could be from other places that are not here you know what i mean and they could be they could be in a physical body still yeah i guess that's all i gotta say about it anyway my neighbor's playing drums now so i'm gonna sign off thanks for listening to me high ramble about my brain existing in other realms that aren't this one um read the host by stephanie meyer and I'm going to try and find that link of Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about God because it's freaking awesome. Anyway, have a great day. Black Lives Matter.